Welcome to the Recess Nurse Podcast, elevating emergency nursing one episode at a time. I'm your host, Yunsi Dursa. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Recess Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Yunsi Dursa. So today I really want to talk about push dose pressors and its uses in the ED. Uh, it has saved my butt many times. And also it has prevented a lot of my patients from going down that hypotensive rabbit hole, um, especially when trying to do something else. Uh, for example, putting in a central line, uh, intubating a patient or setting up a drip and trying to titrate that drip up to effect. So, uh, so why do I like using it is because it really, these push those pressors really buy time and uh, they give me a lot of time. Uh, so I can, um, you know, so you're not worried about this pressure dropping and you can kind of just concentrate on what it is that you need to do to get this patient better. So just some specific examples, a patient will be hypotensive prior to intubation and you just want to make sure that there is a decent amount of um, perfusion prior to intubation because a lot of the induction agents will cause a transient hypotension post-intubation. So um, there's definitely use for the push-dose pressors uh, pre-intubation and then post-intubation as well. Uh, so the other thing will be if you have a hypotensive patient and you know obviously they're not, we're talking about these, we're talking about patients who are not uh, responding to fluids and you have let's say you have to put in a central line because you need to do a vasopressor drip so push those pressors will help maintain your map and your perfusion um, and also keep your blood pressures up while the central line is being placed uh, until you can have a drip titrating to effect sometimes it takes a while to get the drip for whatever reason. Um, if you don't have, for example, if you don't have a norepi drip uh, already pre-mixed, uh, it will take longer to prepare that norepi drip because you are mixing it yourself. So it's nice to be able to have these push dose pressors. You offload the push dose presser administration to the providers. They're familiar with it. And and then you can concentrate on mixing the drip and getting that started while they are pushing the um, the push those pressers. Just make sure you find out how much they ended up pushing um, because that will affect your titration. And and of course, we need to have orders for everything. The two main agents that are used in the emergency department for push those pressers are epinephrine and phenylephrine. Um. Both are sympathomimetics. However, um, the two agents uh, work differently on the receptors. So while epinephrine will affect your alpha-1, alpha-2, beta-1, and beta-2 receptors, phenylephrine is a pure alpha-1 agonist. So when you would use epinephrine and when you would use phenylephrine, differs based on the clinical presentation of your patient. Okay, just a quick review of receptors. Beta receptors you have in your heart is beta 1 and also in your adipose tissue. uh, And they've also discovered some beta 3, but we're not going to talk about those. 
Um, and then beta-2 receptors uh, affect your smooth muscles. So that affects your vascular and your airway smooth muscles. So when you activate beta-1 receptors, it increases your contractile force and your heart rate. The beta-1 receptors are in your atria and your ventricles, and they really affect your ventricles, so the increase of the myocardial contraction happens. The heart rate will also increase because your SA node, your AV node, and the Hisperkinji system are also activated, so that increases your heart rate. So then by activating your beta-1 receptors, you are increasing your contractile force and your heart rate, and then therefore you're increasing your cardiac output, which many of these patients need. So beta-2 receptors are located in your smooth muscles, and so that will cover your vascular and your airway smooth muscles. So once that is activated, it actually relaxes your airway and your vascular smooth muscles. Therefore, at low doses, we use uh, epinephrine for anaphylaxis and also for asthma patients. So your alpha receptors are located in your vascular smooth muscle. Also, there is some... myocardial alpha-1 receptors, and that may also have a positive inotrophic effect once activated. Epinephrine has a higher affinity for beta-2 receptors. So these effects are obviously dose-dependent, and initially, um, when you're activating the beta-2 receptors, it will relax your vascular smooth muscle and also decrease some peripheral resistance. But then at higher doses, the epinephrine will also bind to the alpha-1 receptors, And since it's a very potent vasoconstrictor, it will end up dominating as the uh, epinephrine concentrations get higher. So when you're giving epinephrine as a push-dose presser, it will affect both your alpha and your beta receptors. So it works as an inopressor. And basically, you're increasing your contractility, you're increasing your heart rate, which increases your cardiac output. And then also you will increase your peripheral vascular resistance and that will help bring up the blood pressure as well. So with phenylephrine, it is a pure alpha-1 agonist. Um, It does not directly affect your beta receptors, so you're not going to get an increase in heart rate. Um, But it can cause a reflex bradycardia So patients who benefit from phenylephrine are people who have hypotension with tachycardia or tachyarrhythmia. And you want to bring up the blood pressure, but you don't want to increase the heart rate. If anything, you would want to decrease the heart rate. And phenylephrine is a great choice for these patients. So in order to give push-dose pressors, you have to make them. And... I still think that uh, Dr. Scott Weingart has the best flow sheet and videos on how to make push dose pressers. Um, I'll have the link in the show notes. But it's very easy to make. So for epinephrine, um, it's just to be clear, we are not giving cardiac arrest doses. These patients have pulses. They have cardiac function. They just need a little bit of help. So you're not going to give a cardiac arrest dose. Uh, The cardiac arrest doses are for patients who do not have a pulse. 
Um, so the last thing you want to do is give the cardiac arrest doses in these scenarios. For the epinephrine, you need a 10 milliliter normal saline flush, and you need one of those um, epinephrine cardiac, um, the cardiac prefilled uh, syringes. So what I do is I, I have the normal, normal saline flush pointed straight up, and I, that way all the air bubbles will be up on the top. I squeeze out the um, saline so that it comes out to nine milliliters of normal saline in that flush. Then I just attach a syringe and I draw up one milliliter from the cardiac amp. So the cardiac amp has epinephrine um, with a dosing of 100 micrograms per ml. And what you'll do is you just pull one ml directly into that saline flush. And then you just kind of, you know, shake, shake it around a little bit. And now you have 10 milliliters of epinephrine at 10 micrograms per milliliter. So um, it's very simple to do. Uh, and then I like to label it as epinephrine 10 microgram per ml. I don't put the total dosage because um, no one can remember how many was in there. It's better just to like, you know, whoever is pushing the push dose presser, you're just going to count how many mls you did. And then that way you can add it up later. So when you're giving the epinephrine um, as a push dose presser, the onset is pretty immediate. It's within a minute. Um, and it lasts about five to 10 minutes. So in terms of dosing, you're going to give, you know, between two to five minutes, um, just you kind of push it to effect. It's very similar, like titrating your drips to effect. You're just pushing it and, uh, you're just going to give maybe five to 20 mics and you just push a little bit, see how it goes, um, in two to five minutes. I usually wait about five minutes, um, and let that, you know, let the medication go in, let the blood pressure cycle. Um, and it, for me, it usually ends up being about five minutes. So, and then based on that dose, then you can adjust your dose, um, your push dose uh, for the subsequent dose if necessary. Now with phenylephrine, um, you will need a NS 100 ml bag, and you will also need um, a vial of phenylephrine. You just have to make sure that the phenylephrine vial, the dosage is 10 milligrams per ml. So you just take one ml of phenylephrine from this 10 milligrams per ml um, concentration, and you stick it in your 100 ml bag of saline, mix it up a little bit, and now you have 100 mics per ml. Now you have a bag of phenylephrine with a concentration of 100 mics per ml. You can use this as a phenylephrine drip if you need to, but just even easier, you can just stick a syringe in the bag and draw up about 10 mls. That's what I use. Um, and you have, and I label it as phenylephrine 100 mics per ml. And that way you know that each ml is 100 mics. And you just push dose as need needed, just like with the epinephrine. The onset should be pretty immediate. It's about one minute. And it lasts a little bit longer, maybe 10 to 20 minutes. And the same thing. It's every two to five minutes, you're going to recheck and see, 
Do I need a little bit more? Do I not need a little bit more? And each dose will be about 50 to 200 mics. So you're looking at about 0.5 to 2 mLs for each, um, each dose. And that's pretty much it. Repeat as needed until the procedure is done or the transient hypotension is over or you have decided that you are going to hang a vasopressor drip and that drip is running and is titrated to effect. And you can just back off on the push those pressors. This will give you a lot of time and it will give you uh, less anxiety that your patient's blood pressure is dropping and you're very worried about their perfusion status. So I hope this is helpful um, in stabilizing your hypotensive patients, whether it is transient or just a means to an end. All of the information will be in the show notes at recessnurse.com. Have fun using push those pressers in your ED. You've just listened to an episode of the Recess Nurse Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, UMC Dursa. Check out the website, recessnurse.com, for show notes, a place to leave your comments, and start a conversation. You can also follow me on iTunes, Twitter, and Facebook. 